This whiskey is impossible <laughs> to drink. I can't do it, Tommy. I need to cut it with water. Tw- three times the water, one time whiskey. Three, four cups water, one cup whiskey. Wow. What? Tommy's got breaking news. No, Dad just texted me. I had not been paying attention. Are you aware that Dad's almost going to be Drew? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. If Dad gets a field goal here, he's going to beat Drew. Holy shit. Okay. Things just got a little bit more interesting. How? <laughs> How? He he picked up Hollister, who got that touchdown from Wilson. Nice. What a great pickup. Ooh, this is big. This changes everything. <laughs> he's he's going to get a field goal. Okay. He's going to get a field goal attempt. Have you seen this guy try and kick field goals? He missed like three last week. Interesting. A little a little gamesmanship here. Time out, Seattle. A little gamesmanship here. They're like, we can't do that. We got to kick a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realize. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, what down is it? Wait, we we really have to kick a field goal. I don't know why we sent you guys out there. Uh, I call a timeout because I changed my mind. This is definitely a field goal here. If they send him back out... I'm confused why they called a timeout. That rhymed. <laughs> if they send him back out, I'm confused why they didn't call a timeout. Out does not rhyme without. Oh, it doesn't? <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, it's great to meet you. I've never... A linguist specialist, huh? <laughs> yeah. You studied linguistics? <laughs> Wait, Jack, delay your reaction. Okay. How far behind are you guys? Holy shit. Let's go! Let's go! Justin, make that the intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the Let's Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. I am here in sunny California, Anaheim to be exact, with my brother, Jack Robert, also known as JR on the streets. Jack, it is a pleasure to be here with you for the fans how you doing tonight? JR, let, let's talk, dude. Honestly, hey, look at me. Look me in the eyes. Direct eye contact. We can do that. Let's talk fantasy football, okay? Let's do it tonight, man. All right, shoot. We actually ended the episode. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Um, Justin, stop recording. Uh, no, it's it's just great to be able to record in person. Yes. Um. Excited to talk another ex- crazy week of fantasy. Some crazy Monday night action. Crazy Monday Crazier night Crazier than we even knew. Than we even uh, knew. We were we even paying attention. Even guess. Well, we were paying attention. We well, the whole time. we pay a ton of attention and nothing surprises us. Let's get started, Tommy. I mean, talk to me. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. I'm on top of the world. And I'm excited, <laughs> I'm excited you're here. I'm very excited to be here. Excellent to be recording with you in person one last time until... Ever. For the rest of our lives. That's really sad. That's morbid. Man. For sure. Crazy. Um, Who's going down? Me. <laughs> hey. Me, probably. I miss you, man. Um, two crazy matchups coming to a crazy end here. So, guys, the San Francisco-Seattle game is just now starting overtime. 
so matchups are not finished. But Jack, Dad just overtook Drew with a last-minute field goal from Jason Myers. A crazy turnaround for Dad's team. It looked like he had no chance coming into tonight. As of right now, Breed has only put up 350. Dad, with an expert pivot, he was going to play Kittle. Kittle was ruled doubtful. He picked up Dwelly, Kittle's backup. Once Kittle was officially ruled out, Dad pivoted from Dwelly to Hollister, who caught a touchdown tonight from Russell Wilson, which is the reason why Dad is winning. Hey, you got to make moves to make W's, okay? You got to make moves to make W's. And he made moves. He made a move, and I applaud him. Hollister is Will Disley light. Will Disley is out for the season yep. with an Achilles injury, I believe. Yep. Really unfortunate. Yep. Um, but my goodness, a well-earned victory, knock on wood, for Dad if he's able to sustain this lead. Because uh, it was a nail-biter. Comes down to Monday night. That's got to be a huge disappointment for Drew with Matt Breed only putting up 350. I mean, there's the there's the loss. Dad's, or, yeah, Dad's guys put up a lot of points, but when it comes down to it, yeah, Drew Drew takes the W if if Matt Breida does what he's paid to do. Yeah, absolutely. So we will keep you guys updated as this game goes through overtime. Seattle just received the kickoff, first play from scrimmage, a seven yard catch to the outside. So let's start with some matchups that have completely finished and will not be determined by this game. Ooh, um, I just got an idea, guys. Email in, vote through our social media platforms. Let us know if you'd like me and Tommy to live stream us doing commentary for a game. You can watch the game with us, put it on mute, and instead of listening to the terrible commentators such as Joe Buck or Booger McFarlane, (laughs) you can listen to me and Tommy. So just let us know. Let us know if you'd be interested. Uh, We we might start doing a, a live stream of big games. We do want to say a special thank you to Dan and the rest of the Tucson gang for hosting Tommy there. Many podcast episodes. Really exciting to have the podcast on the road. I know we've been all over the country, but it was nice, Tommy, for you to have some stability in Tucson. Dan was an incredible guest host. Excited to have him on again sometime sooner rather than later. Go Hawks. And yeah, Taco Verde for life. Taco Verde for life. And honestly, Jack, we could not have done it without Dan. As you may have recalled, I updated my Mac OS to Catalina, which does not support of course. Audacity or GarageBand. Of course. Well, so how could it? had to use Dan's iMac. Oh, he noticed uh, the red bar that's left over. You might... Turns out it was not for me. Oh, that's convenient. But, well, it is... I heard otherwise from, let's just say, other parties involved. That's weird because Dan told me to my face that it was it was already like that. Funny, Same. maybe Dan's not able to be completely honest with you all the time. Alright, should we dive into the matchups here, Tommy? Yeah, we're taking too long, Jack. Okay, let's move along then. First matchup, the fall of Scott versus Baker Mayfield. That is Bay as in Bay, <clears throat> the nickname. Because, Very cool. Because Baker is before all else. Hey, be, to be honest. Absolutely. Before anyone else, I've also heard... Scott! Scott. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Jinx, Scott owes you a soda. I am so sorry about that. That won't happen again. Um, 
here's what I'll say, and I'll say it once. Scott, really impressive week. The team really showed up, man. Kyler Murray putting up 27-76. Did you say the final score? Almost. <laughs> Could you say it now? I was about to get there. <laughs> putting up, Kyler Murray putting up 27-76, which is a great majority of Scott's total, 13,856, versus Greg's total, 9,672. I was right there in, in my narrative. You cut me off. Really well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, another... Another trio <laughs> giving <laughs> giving contribution to Scott's team. <laughs> Tommy, it is fun being in person together. All right. Chris Godwin, a thousand. A little disappointing, but I guess it's okay. Alan Robinson, 1160. A little disappointing, but I guess it's okay. Alvin Kamara, 1140. A little disappointing, but I guess it's okay. Hunter Henry, 1100. A little disappointing, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> Damien Williams, 1140. Zane Gonzalez, 1300. I mean, he's got a lot of just 1,000, 1,100, 1,200, 1,300 point performances. But it adds up to a lot. And here's, here's, really, his only breakout performances are the Baltimore's defense and Kyler Murray's quarterback. So Thank you for highlighting those because I was going to point out those two performances kind of mask. The fact that it wasn't a great week. That's what I mean. It was a, it team. was a lot of mediocrity, a few really big duds, but Alvin huge. Kamara coming back against Atlanta should have been massive for Scott. And the eleven forty that Kamara got was mostly garbage time dump off passes when the game was already over. New Orleans got trounced by Atlanta at home. Sammy Watkins has been abysmal this season. If you take away his number one performance let me info guess. courtesy of the fantasy footballers let me guess what he is i'm gonna guess wide receiver 66 on the season he is wide receiver 66 on the season not He's, startable no uh, no but you keep starting him because of that freaking week one well and not only that too but he's getting like seven eight nine targets a game yeah it doesn't from make Mahomes sense. mostly and it's opportunity just not translating opportunity leads to leads to points if, you, if he's getting targets you play him and that's been the most difficult thing about it. you got to keep playing him. Anyways, to that point, Sammy Watkins, not great. Latavius Murray, only 290. Um, I mentioned Chris Godwin, but you really want more from him, especially with the Buccaneers getting the win, putting up 30 points. Godwin has been disappointing. 1040 this week, 1040 the week before that, 830 the week before that. Ever since the bye, he hasn't really been showing up. Worried about him rest of the season, or do you think he'll bounce back? They've got a really nice schedule. They have a really nice schedule coming up. I expect big things from Mike Evans and potentially from Chris Godwin. I think I did mention last week, you sort of have to temper, I think, your expectations of what Godwin will be. It's not going to be what it was first four weeks of the season, first five, six weeks of the season. It's going to be more like what it has been, where he's the number two to Evans, and he's going to get the targets. And if he can get in the end zone, he'll have a big week. But otherwise, it's just going to be like this. I th- I, and that's fine. I mean, Scott drafted him in the fourth round or fifth round to be a wide receiver, too. And he's been, I mean, he's still a top, I think, five wide receiver on the season, even after this week. So, uh, or at least close to that. And yeah, you just temper your expectations. Um, on so. the other side of the ball, 
Greg had some solid performances. His running back showed up. Nick Chubb with 13-10. Ronald Jones with 18-60. Ronald Jones now having the, the, the share of the workload. Sorry, I'm distracting you. Big interception for San Francisco. Returned all the way past midfield. Russell Wilson, not great. Uh, they had a chance to get at least a field goal there, and he just turned that ball over. Continue with Greg's team, Jack. Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Williams, Stefan Diggs, dud, dud, dud. Not a single wide receiver over 1,000. Robin, Demarcus Robinson, my apologies, in his flex spot, also a 760, so that's four duds. Throw in Jason Witten with 270. He's a tight end, so you can't expect too much, but you hope for more than that. It's not great when your kicker is in your top three performers of the week. That's not going to end well for your team. Um, whoa, whoa, he was the top four performer. All right, okay. fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, I apologize. So yeah, Baker, a decent week. Impressive win for the Browns over the Bills. Here's the really sad part, Jack. Is that this is like, I mean, Nick Chubb has had some massive weeks, but I think between the three rounds that Greg has. This is like one of their better weeks. Yeah. Which is yeah. really sad. Yeah, like that's 1762, that's like, whoa, Baker. Way to way to step up, big guy. Because he has... I was going to say, how many weeks has he had better than that this season? One? None? Ladies and gentlemen, that is Baker Mayfield's second highest yeah. Yeah. week of the season. It's... His third highest was the week prior. It's been so bad. Anyway, so, yeah, Greg falls to 2-8. and eight. He's done. Greg's done. Scott's team is... Huge win for Scott. Mediocre, but way to show up to get a big win. Yeah, big win for Scott. Moves to 4-6. and six. He's currently sitting at the 7 spot of the playoffs. So, yeah, things are looking good for him. He's got a big, big, big matchup. Especially now, if, if, my, if Dad holds on to this victory against Drew... Drew and Scott have a matchup next week. Four and six for Scott, five and five versus Drew. Drew's right there as like the point differential is not is not it's right around the same. Right now, 124,000 for Drew, 125,000 for Scott. So Drew's starting five and one. If he loses, he's looking in trouble. Alright. On to the next matchup. On to the next. On on to the next. On to the next one. On to the next. On on to the next one. Let's talk fantasy. <laughs> nice. I like it. Let's make that, Justin, make that the intro. <laughs> New intro song. No, just kidding. Um, okay, let's talk about a matchup that I guess is done with points being scored because it appears that Tyler Lockett is out of the game. Will it blend, a.k.a. Louie, takes on Blaze Martinez, a.k.a. Dan. Jack, this one wasn't close. We knew it wasn't going to be close. Louis currently has 18,536. Dan is done with 10,438. Beep, beep, This beep, beep. matchup. Juggernaut alert. Juggernaut alert. <laughs> Jack's juggernaut of the week. Jack's juggernaut. Juggernaut of the week. Week, week, week. Tommy, sorry to cut you off, man, but this is my juggernaut of the week. Louis' performance putting up 18,536. He is officially... The week ten j- j- juggernaut, Jacks, Jacks, juggernaut. Makes sense, Jack. It was a very impressive performance from Louis's team. I knew going into this week that Louis was going to destroy Dan. You just look at what was going on with Dan's team: Adam Thielen out, New England's defense on by, Leonard Fournette 
on by, and David Johnson banged up, Le'Veon Bell not performing. Uh, and it turned out pretty much exactly the way I expected. I guess Dan scored a few less than I would have thought. Really, really disappointing stuff from Drew Brees. Only 11:48 in a cake matchup against Atlanta. That game still makes no sense to me. In New Orleans, Atlanta yeah, dude. So bad. Hey, my Falcons. You know, you know, I've always been a Matt Ryan truther. You have been, and you know, my Falcons ride till they die. What are their statistical chances of making the playoffs? Zero. zero? <laughs> it's got to be zero. Okay, shoot. Well, too little, too late. But they will fight till the end. Really bad loss for the Saints. Yeah, yeah, bad loss for the Saints, but uh, I guess it is what it is. You take that, and it might just be an outlier. I would expect the Saints to be fine. Uh, good game from Larry Fitzgerald. Good, decent game from Tyler Boyd with 920. Uh, DJ Moore had a great game, 1650, nine catches for 170 yards. Levy Bell was fine with 1480, but honestly, against the Giants, you want more than that. Levy Bell has not been what you drafted him for. Uh, I know Dan got him in the second round. But still, he's been uh, he's been su- supremely disappointing, and David Johnson now, Jack. What do we make of David Johnson? Because David he looked bad Johnson. in that game, negative fifty. I mean, he's not healthy. Doesn't he, seem like he it. looked slow. Yeah, he, he looked. He looked very slow. Looked, we were watching yes, that game together, yes. and we were like, it looked, looked like he was running in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, it was like it was like a walkthrough practice where they're like running the plays just to memorize like the right. blocking patterns and, and the roots, and he's just like walking through the motion. He's not actually trying to turn up field. He's just he's just no. going along with the play. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it's on red alert. I do want to say one thing, Tommy. Will Lutz with eleven hundred for Dan. I just want to say, and you and I have talked about this. We disagree a little bit. Will Lutz a, a little bit. We completely disagree. Will Lutz, you right. are completely off base. Okay, we'll let we'll see what the listeners think. I won't tell them who thinks what. Will Lutz, <laughs> uh, was on my team most of the year, and some of us think it's sort of an unspoken rule that when you have to drop a kicker for a buy, you know, let the previous owner pick them back up. It's sort of you know. Oh, it's kickers, you know, it doesn't matter. I agree, but it's a, it's sort of an unspoken thing. I dropped Will Lutz because the Saints were on a bye. I expect to go back into free agency and be able to put a claim in on Will Lutz and pick him up. I don't think that's too much to ask, and I think Dan crossed the line. There is just... Or one of us thinks Dan crossed the line. <laughs> right, uh, listen... the other one does not. Yeah, yeah. The other person would tell you... <laughs> There is absolutely no precedence for, for this for this unspoken rule. There's just no precedence. I don't know where this is coming from. It's completely off base. I mean, this I, me speaking as whatever person would be saying this. <laughs> we don't want to give away our opinions here, but all right, whatever. You know, I just I wanted to, or one of us wanted to get it out there. Moving on, uh, Louis' team. My goodness, Lamar Jackson is officially declaring it. Lamar Jackson is officially the most fun player to watch in the NFL. He has overtaken. He has overtaken Patrick Mahomes. I would agree at this point. For this this season, for sure, uh, absolutely, Lamar Jackson. I mean, that run. You know the run I'm talking All about. The, runs. This, the spin move. Yeah. For the touchdown. Oh my gosh! So that fun. spin move. That Madden 07 spin move. Man, that was Michael Vick in Madden 07. Was what that spin move was. Yeah. Absolutely. And he throws much better than Michael Vick. He does. Uh, 33-42 for Lamar Jackson. Um, 
Golden Tate Jack, 2182. Um, Breakout game. Not really. I mean, sure. He's two been t- Two tutties? Yeah. He's been great, though, previously. It's I think it's his best game of the year, but... Jack, if if Sterling Shepard remains out, Evan Ingram remains out, slash hobbled... I mean, even if they don't, Golden Tate has carved himself a nice spot in this offense. Yeah. And... It turns out to be a great draft pick by Louie. Oh, and I did want to mention up, speaking of Lamar Jackson, I think it's time to officially declare... Louie a genius? Not that he's a genius, but we we called it a reach. Yeah. And I guess, based based on ADP, it's still a reach, but it wasn't a reach. No, it wasn't a reach, yeah. He's number one. He's number one. Louie could have taken him in the third round, and it would have been a good pick. Yeah. Next year, I mean, he'll be in the conversation in, in... for sure, he'll be the, the Patrick. He'll rounds. be with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, in, in that same and rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. John Brown with over a thousand. He's been solid this season. Dalvin Cook, talk about solid this season. Twenty-seven eighty. He's been a monster. I mean, he's, he's right up there with with Christian McCaffrey in terms of the top running backs this season. The is, guys that just have have lived up to their draft stock. Guys, we're gonna be watching here. This uh, San Francisco is going for the win. 47 game. Yard, 47 yard oh field goal God. attempt and it's blocked. Sh- oh, he shanked, shanked it. it. He shanked it. All right. The Giving show must go on. The show must go on. Life has been breathed back into the Seattle. Russell Wilson gets one more chance, and you give Russell Wilson a second chance. I hate to say, I think this game's over for the 49ers. Anyway, Josh Jacobs with 1760. He's been solid for Louis since trading. So has Aaron Jones for Anna. So that trade has worked out for both of them. Mark Andrews with 2030, talking about a trade working out for both people. Mark Andrews with 2030 this week. Tommy, I'm still not convinced. We'll see how he is the rest of the season, but I'm I'm worried about the target share there. Hayden Hurst, uh, another Listen, tight end. This this tw- this 2030 performance for Mark Andrews is not a <clears throat> it's the Bengals indictment of a bad trade for you. Yeah. If you weren't you did not look at the schedule and say. I think Mark Andrews is going to be bad against the Bengals. Yeah, that's why I traded him away. Right. This matchup scared me. Exactly. Yeah. This is a very juicy matchup, an easy matchup. To your point, we will see what he can be when the harder matchups come, and they are coming in the playoffs, which is why you pivoted yeah. from him. Yep. So the trade cannot be graded until playoffs Thank take you, place. Sir. Thank you, sir. Well well but analyzed. As of right now, really good looking for Louie. Yeah, I you, mean, like, you like to see that. Yeah, you, and you knew at the time he yeah. had a wide receiver to give up. It's a, it was a smart trade on his behalf. Yeah, Zeke putting up only seven thirty. Shrug it off. Tough defense in Minnesota. Don't worry about it. He's Zeke. He'll get back to eating. He eats. He chomps. Pittsburgh's defense thirty three hundred huge for Louis against the Rams against a tough quarterback in Jared Goff. We'll get to him later in my team. Uh, what do you think about Pittsburgh's defense? I mean, whoa, their schedule. Exactly. And this is why whoa, it's really scary for Louie to have them as his defense. Because we talk about all the firepower Louie has. Pittsburgh has next been week, phenomenal. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, Cleveland. The week after that, the Bengals. The week after that, Cleveland again. The week after that, Arizona. The week after that, Buffalo. The week after that, the Jets. Ladies and gentlemen, green, 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 green. Yeah. Pittsburgh's the Grinch this this season, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness. Talk about a defense potentially carrying someone to a championship. This is this everything about Louis' team this year makes it feel like it's finally his year. Yeah. It's going it's going to be shocking if Louis doesn't win at this point. Yeah. 
Curtis Samuel with 11.50 on his bench. Tony Pollard, smart handcuff. D.D. Westbrook, you got him in a trade. From Greg, yeah, he gave Greg Ronald Jones, which worked in Greg's benefit. Ronald Jones, Louis never going to play Ronald Jones. Then and D.D. Westbrook with Nick Foles coming back is slightly interesting. So I don't, I like that trade from Louis. Great. Uh, you asked me about Dalvin Cook. He's obviously a tier below Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey's on his own. Yes. Uh, Dalvin Cook's about three thousand points behind Christian McCaffrey with an extra game played, but Dalvin Cook is also head and shoulders above everyone else right now. Mm. It'll dip a little bit with his bye week coming up soon. But yeah, Louis gets him middle of the second round. I mean, you think about the players that were drafted ahead of yeah, Dalvin Cook. It was because of his injury last season. Juju Smith-Schuster was drafted. Ouch. You know. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, which it's not, it's not like that's a bad pick, but just yeah. all these guys that have underperformed and, and Dalvin Cook. Like, Dalvin Cook has provided Louis with so much more value than Christian McCaffrey has for me, I think you could say. Sure. Getting Dalvin Cook as a a middle-of-the-second-round pick, that's insane that he's doing so well for that kind of position to be in. For sure. Um, On to the next matchup. Yeah, Louis moves to 9-1. Dan falls to 8-2. They're still 1-2 in the standings. They're both going to make the playoffs. Boring stuff. It is what it is. Um, Moving on... To the lowest scoring matchup of the week, Jack. This one, this one's painful to talk about. Raccoon Hunter faces Dwell Football. Justin versus Anna. As of right now, Justin is winning ten thousand three hundred four. Anna's nine thousand three hundred sixty four. And it is hard to see a way in which Anna takes the victory here. We've got oh, two minutes left in overtime, uh, with Seattle most likely settling for a field goal. So. Um, Jack Anna's going to fall to three and six. Justin's going to move up to four and six. It's been um, it's been a tough season for Anna. It's been a tough season for both of them. Uh, Justin now has rattled off two victories in a row, and he sits. Uh, if everything stands how it is, he's going to be sitting in eighth place. Um, and for Justin's team, which hasn't been that great, that's really good for him. An exceptional week from Patrick Mahomes. Excellent for Justin to have him back. 446 passing yards and three touchdowns gives him 2,984 points. Great week. Well, no, good week from Kenny Galladay. 1320 caught a late touchdown to save his week. Emmanuel Sanders left the game with a rib injury, only putting up 340. Hopefully, Emmanuel Sanders is back next week. Desperation play of AJ Brown didn't work out. Jalen Samuels, after being great, did not work out. Only 550. Devontae Freeman was looking good. 630 gets injured. Oh my God, is Seattle punting? Seattle's punting with a minute and 57 Talk left in overtime. Talk about settling for a tie. Yeah, they want a tie, I guess. That's some pussy-ass shit, dude. All right, family show. Justin, cut that out. Bleep, spike. Cut it out. Holy family show. Dude, have some... You know. Family show. <laughs> Just like, have some, you know... Juice pads? You ever heard the song... From Mulan. I think you know the one I'm talking Let's about. Let's get down to business. <laughs> no, no, stop. To defeat. Stop. Be a man. I love that there. There's a coursing river. Oh, yes, river. Um, I love that their quarterbacks were playing each other. A battle of the Titans, Ryan Tannehill versus Patrick Mahomes. Bad loss for the Chiefs. I just want to go on the record saying that. Yeah, not looking good. Not looking good. Really bad loss. Great win for the Titans and Ryan Tannehill. Looking good, man. The new he Marcus Mariota. Better, better than Marcus Mariota, that's for sure. 
So Freeman goes out with an injury. Gasecki was a, a decent play for tight end. Does not work out only 230. Jamal Williams, it was Aaron Jones's day, so Jamal Williams has a bad game. Also a bad game for Justin Tucker. Cincinnati's defense is so bad that they were not stopped once for a just field goal points. attempt. Just seven extra points. Great week. It was a battle of the defenses, Los Angeles versus Pittsburgh. 2,700 for Los Angeles. So Justin's going to end up with 1034 and another extremely lucky win for Justin. Anna with 9-3-6-4. Jack, it's just been... It's been such a crazy season for Anna. Zero from Cooper Cup. Top five wide receiver on the year. Goose egg. Jared Goff, terrible by the way. I mean, Again, we'll talk about him when we get to your team. But my God. Zach Pascal, excellent matchup against Miami. Brian Hoyer, sucks. Yeah. So Zach Pascal only gets 360. I love the Zach Pascal play. Really disappointing for him to only get 360. Cooper Cup, I mean, you end the conversation there. Anna's number one wide receiver getting a goose egg. How do you overcome that? You clearly don't. You clearly don't. It's, it's really hard to, and her team was not able to this week. Um, Greg DeLeg only get, putting up 500. Buffalo's defense disappointing with 1050 only. Eric Ebron with 810. Decent in a brutal tight end landscape. Todd Gurley, I mean, only 7.30. Not quite as disappointing as Cooper Cup 0, but my goodness, that Rams offense looked bad against Pittsburgh. Yeah, Jared Goff did look bad oh, against Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. What about Todd Gurley, huh? Cooper Cup, why is it, Why is Jared to blame? <laughs> you think Cooper Cup got 0 because of his own failures? Oh, what? So Jared runs the offense? Potentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess you could theorize that. <laughs> okay, sure. Aaron Jones is a juggernaut. Aaron Jones is annoying. Wow. For Anna. Annoyingly good. Aaron Jones gets 27-30 in a week where Anna loses. She needed half of that last week to get the victory. <laughs> he, can't, he can't provide it. Wow. He's up and down. I'm sure if Anna were here right now, she would fall on the sword for her guys. She would never she would never talk about Aaron like that. I'm just saying there's been two weeks where Anna really needed Aaron Jones to be decent. Who's your source? Where are you hearing this from the clubhouse? Where are you hearing this information from the clubhouse? I just, not gonna I'm like just using my jargon. own. I'm using my own observations. Here. Okay, I'm just saying we do thorough journalism here at Let's Talk Fantasy Football, and if you are accusing, I was in the clubhouse. Wow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. We have we have breaking news. Tommy, say it on the record. I was in the clubhouse, Anna's clubhouse, and. I gotta say, the team was disappointed in Aaron Jones. Wow. Okay. Turmoil. Yeah. Turmoil. In now, golf, but in this is football, this is though. the kind of thing that can catal- that can be a catalyst. Yeah. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna change her team for the better. I think they're gonna come out strong next week. Three and seven, Anna is backed into a corner. She's backed into a corner, but she's got Greg next week. That's when she plays her best. DeAndre Hopkins coming back from a bye. Jordan Howard coming back from a bye. DJ Chark coming back from a bye. Deshaun Watson coming back from a bye. I mean, it would have been a miracle if Anna got a win this week with those guys that she had on bye. Yeah, she's got got three of her best players on bye. So, you know, four of her best eight players on a bye. Locked and loaded. Ready to go. Yeah, she should be coming out strong against Greg. So, good news is, Anna, you're still alive at 3-7. Justin, you are in the driver's seat at 4-6. But Justin, I will say... You have two tough matchups coming up. A 
matchup next week against Louis, and following that, a matchup against me. The two highest scoring teams by a mile this season. Good luck, Justin. You're gonna need to split that. You need to go at least one and one there if you wanna if you wanna hold on to that playoff spot. Jack, moving on to the next. I mean, let's just do it. Let's dive into your matchup, dude. This is uh, so we're gonna talk about OJ pads versus Hooper and Cooper. Kyle takes down Jack, twelve thousand seven hundred and sixty-two to seven thousand eight hundred and fifty-two. Jack, let's start with your team. Oh boy. Solid performances from Joe Mixon. Okay. And OJ Howard. Great. Solid performances. OJ Howard, stream. Excellent matchup against Arizona. You went for it. You pivoted off of Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith, not sure. Jonu. Excellent pivot. Thank you. Marvin Jones Jr. also got it done in a game where it looked like he might not do well because they had the backup quarterback in. But he puts up 10,000. Wow. 1020. And like you said, Joe Mixon has been performing very admirably for a team that sucks so bad. Uh, He gets 30 carries, 114 yards, two catches, and 37 yards, putting up 16-10 for you. Joe Mixon does not have a touchdown the entire season. Yeah. But he's consistently been putting up uh, consistently as a stretch. Yeah, consistently as a stretch. Jack, it's been good recently. It hasn't been a terrible season. Certainly not what you drafted him as, but... He's got a good playoff schedule. He's got a good playoff schedule. He can be a very serviceable running back, too. Cleveland in Week 14. He, to be honest, Jack, is the very least of your concerns right now. And the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. They iced him. They iced him. He made it, but they iced him. He made it, but they iced him. All right, we'll see what happens. Joe Mixon is the least of your concerns, Jack. Saquon Barkley had 13 carries for one rush yard. Putting up 560 on the week. Robbie Anderson, in a cake matchup, gets one catch for 11 yards. Unplayable. He's done. Yeah, you're not going to be playing him anymore. If this, if he doesn't, if he didn't have it this week, I'm done. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Keenan Allen, one of the best matchups of the season for him, only putting up 1260. I say only 1260 because you hope for more from Keenan Allen in a matchup against the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. And Tyrell Williams, back-to-back disappointing weeks. Only 400 from him. Three catches for 25 yards. The Raiders seem to be moving the ball around better, getting other players involved. So Tyrell Williams may not be that locked and loaded start every week. It's just the touchdowns that have stopped. The last two weeks, no touchdowns. The five weeks prior that he had played in the game, he had scored a touchdown. So that's all it comes down to. And the Seahawks have won the game 27 to 24. Let's talk breaking scores. <laughs> Seahawks 27, 49ers 24. Monday night update. Let's talk Monday night updates. Back to your local news. Jack, BS aside. Where are you at right now with your team? I feel great about my team. BS aside, I don't like your tone. I feel great about my team. Tyrell Williams is still getting the targets. I get that you want to put up this facade that you're ultra confident at all times. But my God, dude. Talk to me straight. Look at me in the eye and tell me you have no concerns. Okay. Look your brother in the eye and tell me. You look at this roster that is consistently underperformed this season. Okay. And you tell me that you're not concerned. I'll open up. I'll open up. 
Jared Gostan. I'm going to start streaming at quarterback, hopefully find someone that has a good playoff matchup and go from there. I'm okay. not worried about it. Cool. Clay that's, that's fair. Quarterbacks are plenty. It's very easy to stream QBs. Yeah. Joe Mixon is locked and loaded RB2. as an RB2. Yeah. Locked and loaded. No question. Marvin Jones Jr., if you ask me, and Keenan Allen are locked and loaded as a wide receiver two and three. The targets are there. Targets are there. Targets are there. Saquon Barkley is not RB, you know, one overall, but he's still an RB one. Has he been? <laughs> yeah. I just I'm I'm. If you're not getting it, I, he might still be injured. I don't know what the problem is. You don't get it done against the Jets. That's a major concern. 13 yards for one Gary is never not concerning. Um, I'm going to pivot from Vinatieri. I'm going to pivot from the Giants' defense. I mean, what do you want to say about me me streaming defenses this week? You, you were you were talking trash before the show. You like to stream defenses. You do it most every year. What I would just want to say to you is that you have gotten it wrong more times than you've gotten it right through 10 weeks. Okay. There have been more. You got you. You nailed it with Dallas one week with 2,600, but you've played you played Philly the first week. That was like 350. You got like 400 from Tennessee another week, another 600, another 300 this week. So you've been in this in the under 1,000 more than you've been over 1,000 on your streams. So it just hasn't been working out for you. And those are those are those are big points to to leave off the board, um, especially with the big seasons that some of these defenses are right. having. You face you face a Louie, you face a you face a Dan, you face a Tommy who have three yeah. top notch defenses. Yeah, I'd like to have Pittsburgh and New England right now. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, anyways, moving on. Kyle's team, really solid performances from Jarvis Landry putting up two thousand, crazy. Melvin Gordon putting up nineteen eighty. Austin Eckler putting up eleven eighty. Those two Chargers running backs are just good. They're just good, and Kyle can play them both, and we talk about it every week, but he just can. Amari Cooper is another guy. My goodness, 26-20. He is a beast. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. is one of the elite these guys, wide receivers in the NFL. He's easily Kyle's best draft pick. I think you got him in, in the fourth round. Yeah, that paid off in dividends. Yeah. Sam Ficken with 1,400. Great kicker stream. Juju Smith-Schuster was actually benched with 590. Good pivot by Kyle. And Kareem Hunt also on his was bench it, with 1090. Though, because Kyle played Ted Ginn Jr. in his place. I like the intention of the pivot. I do as well. So The uh, selection of the player yeah, that he's yeah. playing in place of him. Yeah. Little... Sorry, you're right. Atrocious <laughs> pivot. Wonderful decision to pivot. There you go. Also, a strange pivot to Jimmy Garoppolo. Because he had... He's been playing Josh Allen for weeks. A pretty easy matchup against Cleveland. Now, hey, Josh stay Allen... Stay in the flames, okay? The week before, Garoppolo gets 28-88 against the Cardinals. Stay in the flames. I like the mentality. I don't. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo has right. underwhelmed most of this season. So, uh, but it ends up not mattering at all because your team is such trash. But this week, of course, it's only... <laughs> I was going to say Kareem Hunt with a 1,000 on his bench and Sony Michelle on his bench with a bye this week. I don't know. I've been saying it all season, man, but Kyle's team is no joke. He'll make the playoffs, and I think I think if he can find the right quarterback to be in place there, and, you know, like me, it's all about streaming the right defense and quarterback. 
but I think he's got the wide receivers and running backs he needs to make a playoff run. Yeah. Along with my team, of course. Yeah, I would say, well, right, here's the thing, is like, you've got like two different tiers of teams, like two or three different tiers of teams. Oh, here he goes. And yeah, Scott, Kyle will be fine if he faces someone like Scott, if he faces someone like you, if he faces someone like... You. No, he won't be. Uh, Here's the thing, he won't be. No, you're right. So, Kareem Hunt, encouraging stuff. Sonny Michelle is so up and down. You mentioned Kyle can play Gordon and Eckler. I would argue that it might be trending towards Eckler not being a great play. His touches were very, very limited this week. He was saved by a touchdown. He had a total of 19 rushing yards and 29 receiving yards. That's not a good week. Um, was saved by the touchdown. Melvin Gordon's getting the bulk of the work. They're going to start playing some better defenses. So I do wonder if he'll have to pivot from Eckler, just play Gordon, obviously play Michelle, and then hope that Kareem Hunt can be um, That's a good take. consistent. Good take. Uh, but no, you're right. He's got, I mean, if Jarvis Landry keeps getting this kind of production and this kind of uh, output, it's going to be, he's got him, Julio Jones and and Amari Cooper, which is a one of the best wide receiving cores. Hooper, sorry to cut you off. Hooper will be getting an MRI, so that's that's something to watch out for because he's been big huge for Kyle. He's been huge for Kyle. A big reason why Kyle's doing as well as he has been, by far and away the number one tight end in the league. It's going to be tough for Kyle to replace that kind of consistent output. So yeah, as great point. That is a, that is a big loss. So we will see what that MRI ends up showing. That could be a very large hit to Kyle's team if he's not back for fantasy playoffs. Absolutely. On to the next matchup. On to the next matchup. You and Kyle both moved to six and four. Congrats to both of you. You're solidly looking like you're going to make the playoffs, uh, barring I, I, probably not even barring anything. I think you could both lose out and still make the playoffs. Next matchup, let's go to the, the comeback of the week. Terminator and Death by Me versus Turd Ferguson. Jack, Lieutenant Lou Lettenmeyer comes storming back tonight, winning 15,318 to Drew's 14,208. It was looking bad. Like I said, it was looking bad going into tonight. Hollister ends up with 1620, and Myers ends up with 1300, and Brita ended up with 350. So you're talking about a tremendous point differential in this Monday night game. Certainly way more than you thought it was going to be looking at this matchup. I mean, Hollister was a super risky play. Myers missed two field goals and an extra point last week, and Brita had been looking solid. So it's a really tough loss for Drew, a great week for his team. You look at Dad's team. I mean, Drew's team, I think, across the board, had a better week. You look at Dad's team, and you look no further than his top two players, Dak Prescott and Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk putting up 34-80. How many touchdowns did he have? Three. Three? Yeah. Uh, And Dak Prescott putting up 26-88. I mean, Drew, it's a brutal loss because his team really showed up, especially Derrick Henry. Um, Drew's had some rough luck this season, and I would say, oh, you're not buying it. Tommy's not buying the narrative. Okay. Wow. This is interesting. <laughs> usually I'm anti-Drew, and usually you're cheer- a little cheerleader. And I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to spin a positive Drew narrative, <laughs> and I'm getting head shakes in the studio. What is this about? I just, can you, do you have any statistics to back that up? Oh, to back okay. Up All right. No, <laughs> my apologies. Drew, 
You've dug your own grave, my friend. Every loss you have this season is your own doing, okay? You slimy pig. This Is that the narrative you wanted, Tommy? No. This is Drew's first unlucky loss. So I'm just I'm confused as to where this is coming from. Probably historically. Historically, he's unlucky, for sure. And he complains a lot, so they're <laughs> they're very apparent when they happen. Wow. <laughs> and then you're railing me for being anti-Drew. Ridiculous. No, it's an unlucky loss for Drew, but his last three losses came off the back of an 84-66 week, 10,670 week, and a 9,700 week. So it's his first unlucky loss. His team is unraveling right now. Uh, I thought he would get back on the on on the winning train. I think I predicted that, but I did not see 15,000 coming from Dad. Um, no, of course not. But you got if you're Drew, you got to love Michael Thomas, Derrick Henry, and Travis Kelsey. Talk about three guys who anyone would love to have on their team. Michael Thomas, of course. Derrick Henry's biggest been the biggest surprise for me this we, season. We, we've been talking about him since the draft day, and we talked about if Drew's season was going to be a success, Derrick Henry yeah. needed to be a running back one. And he has been. And he has been, Jackie's number five. Running back five on the season now after this big week. Uh, hasn't had his bye yet, so that will drop a little bit with his bye. But huge. Yeah. Huge stuff from Derrick Henry. David Johnson looking so bad was a plus for Drew because Kenyon Drake got 710 points. Yeah, and he might. He might get some playing time with how, I mean, tr- we talked about it earlier in the episode, but truly David Johnson looked very bad. Yeah, Not ready to be on an NFL field playing running back or any position. <laughs> right. <laughs> for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but I think it's it's a tough loss for Drew, but like you said, really encouraging stuff from his team. It was Travis Kelsey's second best week of the season with Mahomes back. Uh, Michael Thomas is now the wide receiver one on the season. With He's just been so consistent. The targets have been insane. He gets 13 more catches this week. Um, down week for Calvin Ridley, but I think there are better days ahead. Uh, it was... It wasn't a big game for anyone on the Atlanta side of the ball. Uh, their defense was incredible. So that was just really shocking that it, that wasn't a shootout. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Chicago still just fine. Only 12.50 against the backup quarterback for Detroit. Driscoll. 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 Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll, that's right. So Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. And uh, yeah, but no, I think... At 5-5, five and five, Drew's still in the driver's seat, like I mentioned. Uh, he's got a big matchup coming up against Scott this week. That'll be that'll be huge. If Drew can get that, I think he, he gets himself in the playoffs. Bold if, to hold on to your kicker uh, during a bye week. But, hey, I guess maybe I was wrong about the unspoken rule. I guess people <laughs> hold on to their kickers. You might have just been wrong, <laughs> it turns out. Dad's team. Yes. His season is saved. He moves to three and seven. He has life for one more week, Jack. Dad and I made a trade. We haven't talked about it on this podcast yet. I traded Dad Michael Gallup and Devin Singletary for Devontae Adams. It's a and blockbuster trade. It's a big trade. And there I, I got very mixed reviews from people in the league about how they felt about that trade. Mm, mixed reviews. Do tell. Gossip. I just, there were people that, that didn't like it. I, actually, there wasn't a single person that was like, that's a, that's a really good trade for you. I liked it, didn't I? I don't know that you said it with any kind of confidence. You were like, it's risky, which it was. 
Well, just because of his turf toe, but yeah. on the surface, it's a it's a great trade because the two for one trades are the best. Like that's those are the best trades because, and I mean, you giving away two and getting one, yeah, because all it does is just let you level up, and you can fill the slot with someone else. But I don't know. I was I was selling high on Devin Singletary. It turns out he didn't have a great week, only six fifty. I thought he would have a tremendous week, which was my big selling point to Dad. It was like if you if you trade for Gallup and Singletary, I think there's no doubt you give your team a better chance of winning this week, which is what he needed to do. Gallup had a great week, fifteen sixty, but Buffalo was terrible against Cleveland. Yeah. They lost that game. They didn't look good. Frank Gore still getting the goal line carries. Um, Mark Ingram with only nine forty. We've talked about him recently, but he has not been amazing. No, he hasn't. And this should have been a big week for him. Only 34 rushing yards. Lucky to get that touchdown. Um, Not what you wanted to see in a a cake matchup against Cincinnati. Really hoping for bigger stuff from from Mark Ingram. But you look ahead, Jack. Dad at 3-7. He, um, like I said, he survives and lives another day. He's got a big matchup coming up against Kyle. Um, looking at Dad's team, do you was this just prolonging the inevitable, or do you think that Dad could make a run here? He'd probably have to win his last three matchups. I mean, I love the trade that Dad made. I think it was big time to get Devin Singletary. I think he needed to fill that. Well, hole. Here, here's the other big thing: with this win, Devonte Adams is on a bye this week. Yeah. So Dad would have gotten zero from him. Yeah. Instead, he gets Devin Singletary in a matchup against Miami. And Michael Gallup in a matchup against Detroit. Yeah. That could, that that yeah this this upcoming week. Yeah. That could prove to be really big. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I think I think it was one of those beneficial trades for both sides. Dad could not wait around for Devonte Adams to turn into a potential stud. Completely. I can. I hope to find that he will be a stud in the playoffs for me. But I digress. Um, on to the next matchup. Yeah. So, Drew at 5-5. Five and five. He's got four losses in a row. Looking to get back on the W train next week. And Dad, 3-7 and seven now. Really important win for him. Saves his season. And uh, we will see how they both fare next week. Save the best for last. The Hollywood Walruses take on Bob Loblaw. Jack, I get a big victory. 14,852 to Brian's 12,878. Ladies and gentlemen, this matchup was a lot closer than it may seem on the surface. You might be checking your checking the stats Tuesday morning, listening to this podcast Wednesday, thinking, wow, Tommy blew Brian out of the water. This thing was down to the wire on Monday night and took a big swing by the end of the game, but you were very worried for a little while there, deep into the game. I was nervous. In, in the second half, I had a less than 50% chance of winning. Fantasy football. It it obviously it turned on a hat, on a dime. When I got the defensive touchdown, yeah, even before that, Chris Carson getting a touchdown was huge. Yeah, that that put me at like fifty six, fifty eight percent, and then the defensive touchdown happened, and it was like, okay, game's over. Yeah, because Yahoo would never, ever, ever, ever account for something like that. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, It's impossible to turn it around, especially juxtaposed with Brian's only six hundred point performance from New Orleans. That 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 defensive performance right there, that's the matchup. It was so huge. It was huge. It was so huge. The Not great, only did they hold... stream by you. 
You've been playing them. Been playing them. Yeah, that's what since, I meant. Yeah. Great keeping them. Hey, they got 650 last week. You could have pivoted. I could have pivoted. I could that's have what I meant. pivoted. That's Thank what you. I meant. Yep, stuck with my guns. Uh, I was I was nervous. Russell Wilson has been tremendous. They held him in check. Only 1758 from Russell Wilson. That was huge. That alone, I mean, that was massive. It was just massive. Jack, the, key, the, the hits keep on coming for Brian. We talked about how many points teams were scoring against him before this week, and I only bumped that average up just a little bit. I mean, he, he has now 147,804 points scored against him. <laughs> the next highest, the next highest is Drew at 127,000. 20,000 wow. points less. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's massive and, and unfortunate, difficult to overcome. I mean, definitely deserved a victory this week. I don't know, you crunch your numbers, but 12-8-7-8, respectable total. Russell Wilson putting up 17-58. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek the Freak putting up 27-50. Still can't believe the Chiefs lost that game, but Tyreek looked awesome. Jamison Crowder looked awesome. A target yeah. machine, 16-60 against the Giants. Greg Olson putting up 1380, huge in a tight end slot that really has been disappointing all around the league. Really great pickup and stream. I, I was very mad that Greg Olson got so many points because he's been he'd been bad this year, especially the last four or five weeks. Neither That's- of them got a lot from their flex spot. Josh Reynolds was only 640, DK Metcalf with only 800. But I don't know. I like the I like the Josh Reynolds stream because I'm Team Rams, but. I guess I don't really think you can play Josh Reynolds. No, see, Brian was forced into a really tough position this week. He's got Evan Ingram out with an injury, Brandon Cooks out with an injury, and James Conner out with an injury. So he, plug, he plugs in Reynolds for, for Cooks. He, he plugs in Renfro for Conner. And then he's got Olsen for Ingram. And, yeah, it was a really decent plays with, with, with what the – yeah. Free agency landscape Absolutely. had looked like Renfro wasn't a bad play against the uh, Chargers, and and Reynolds was not a bad play against Pittsburgh, and ended up with decent amount of points. Uh, <laughs> Harrison Butker, the highest scorer for Brian this week with two thousand, that was a massive week. Second highest. Oh, sorry, yeah, Tyree Kill. Yeah. Which Tyree Kill is just so good, dude. So good. Talk about your running backs, man. Christian McCaffrey twenty three ten. Chris Carson seventeen sixty. That's just gotta feel so good. Slotting those two guys in as RB1 and RB2 every week. I mean, I know we're a broken record. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But McCaffrey and Carson, dude. McCaffreyson. McCarsonson. McCarsonson. It feels, Jack, it feels really good. I absolutely, I, I hesitate to say it because the season is not done. But I nailed the front half of my, of my draft. Okay, here he goes. <laughs> I nailed it. Christian McCaffrey, Mike Evans, Chris Carson, Julian Edelman. My first four picks. Those worked out really, really well. I took Miles Sanders at five, who has been a decent running back. Has been a around a running back, too, this season. That's a bad pick. Jameis Winston. I can't believe... I mean, it's a good... It's a good, good point. against it, it, the Cardinals. Yeah, it's a good stream against the Cardinals. Um, so I'm happy with 2,000 for Jameis Winston. Yeah. Depot Samuel with 1520 on your bench. He's interesting. So I picked him up on the off chance that he would have a good week this week. I need 
I'm going to need to play him next week. And he becomes even more interesting if Emmanuel Sanders has to miss time, which yeah. I hope Emmanuel Sanders does not have to miss time, but I'm just saying. How dare you. Mike Evans with only 10-20. That's got to be a little disappointing for you, man. Can I just say, Jack, if I would if I would have lost tonight, I would have put the loss on Mike Evans and, yes, as crazy it is to say, Christian McCaffrey. 23-10 for Christian McCaffrey. you got to be real disappointed. Jack, it was well below his average for the season. Yeah, I mean, when you compare it to the previous week, he got 36-10. The week before that, 25 50 19-70, 44-70, 28-90, 26-30, 37-90. He's been unbelievable this season. He's been out of I control. hope he finishes the season and breaks some records. I mean... That would be really cool. I remember, Tommy and I have been playing fantasy football for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. We remember... LaDainian Tomlinson seasons and yeah. Adrian Peterson's seasons yeah. Yeah. and Jamal Charles yeah his season with all those touchdowns yeah. like yeah this it's is one of those seasons where there's just one guy who just obliterates yeah. and wins I mean knock on wood but wins people championships see here's the thing is like as of right now I think my team is the only team that might be able to take Louie out yeah, yeah, I could I could agree with that. I hope you're the one and two seed. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I really don't want to face Louie before the championship. Understandably so. <laughs> I'm hoping to face him in the first round, take him out, while he least expects it. If I face him in the championship. Wouldn't that just be yeah. the thing? I'll if be the, you yes, I'll be the eight seed. Louie out I'll be the eight seed, he'll be the one round. seed, oh my and God. I'm taking him out in the first round of the playoffs. You heard it here first. So, Jack, with, with the addition of Adams... We're talking Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, and Julian Edelman as my wide receivers with Chris Carson and Christian McCaffrey as my running backs. Jake, I'm the one thing I'm upset about is Darren Waller right now. I don't know if he's not it seems like he's not gonna be as good as I thought he was gonna be. You think Tom Brady is a, a championship quarterback? I'm gonna play matchups between him and Winston. Really? That's You're my, gonna that's keep my plan. two quarterbacks, huh? Interesting, bold move. Yeah, confident in your other in your other roster slots. Apparently, you think you Very. got the bench space for that? Very. What are you going to keep a defense too, you maniac? I might. <laughs> Someone's overconfident. Uh, hence, any... hence right, Reggie Bonifon being on my bench. Yeah, great pickup, by the way. You're screwed, dude. I'm I'm so screwed, Jack. It was a huge win for me this week. I didn't need it, and I honestly I do feel kind of bad that I. I had to take Brian down. Like I mentioned, his his points against is just through the roof. At 3-7, and seven, he probably deserves to be a little higher than that. Uh, but at 7-3 and three for me, I have an 11, almost, well, no, a little over a 10,000-point advantage over Kyle, a 30,000-point advantage over you. Fuck. <laughs> Go to hell, man. <laughs> point advantage. You're six and four, man. That's despicable. <laughs> Whatever, dude. God. You you find these numbers. You find these statistics that you think summarize the whole team. Anyway, I essentially have a two-game lead over you and Kyle at six and four. Because if I lose and you guys win, then we're tied record-wise, but I still have the edge over you. Point being, with three weeks left and a two-game advantage, I am looking really good to finish either the three or the two seed, which helps me avoid Louie 
until that potential championship matchup. I have a big matchup, not actually a big matchup, against Dan next week. If I beat him, I'll move up to the two seed. So, And if that happens, then I will clinch either the two or three seed with that win against Dan. So I'll be pushing hard for my team to get that W. It's all sorts of cluster deck at the bottom of the standings. I'm not worried about it. I'm above the clouds. You are resting on the clouds right now. Um, we're calling Greg out at 2-8, and eight, right? Yep. Washed. He's got the least amount of points, would have the tiebreaker over no one, and would have to win out. Washed. And that still might not be enough. Washed. So we're going to call him out. You've got Anna, Dad, and Brian all at 3-7. and seven. And you've got Scott and Justin at 4-6, and six, locking down those 7th and 8th seeds right about now. Drew at 5-5 five and five in the 6th seed. Not out of the woods yet. No. With four straight losses. Fall from grace. Started 5-1, five and one, drops to 5-5. Five and five. That matchup between him and Scott is very big. Um, he'll, he'll need to get that one. Otherwise, he will fall to 5-6. and six. Scott would fall up to 5-6. and six. And if Scott beats him, then Drew would be less would be behind him in point total so he's looking at the seven seed at best probably would probably would stick right at the seven seed but then you're looking like you're in big trouble so that's a big matchup for both of them anna plays greg as we mentioned should be a win for her gotta get that w uh gotta show up gotta show up her team no she needs, easy she needs a big i'm looking for a big week anna has had two down weeks now i'm no, looking for a big week for man's no team. wins easy uh Kyle versus Dad, kind of an unimportant matchup for Kyle. He's pretty much in at six and four. I guess I suppose he wants to avoid playing Louis as well, so he's got he's got to start looking at his seating. But big, big, big week for my dad, for our dad even. Some would say. Some would. Some would say. Um, and then Justin has to go up against Louis. Um, probably going to be a loss for Justin. You got to think it will be and you got to think that'll end his season. No. Because the week this this win was big for him. He's 4 and 6. Mm. So dropping to 4 and 7 would not end his season. There's going to be there is going to be a 5 and 8 team that makes the playoffs this year, I bet. Wow. Sad, truly. <laughs> which which brings up the great debate. Yeah. Of should we have eight teams that are making the playoffs? Huh? There are arguments to both sides. Yeah. Keeps everyone interested. Yeah. Right? If it was only six spots, pretty much... Well, yeah, if it was only six spots, you'd be looking at... Dad wouldn't really have a chance. Brian wouldn't really have a chance. Anna really wouldn't even have a chance if there were only six spots. I mean, you'd have an outside shot with Drew losing and falling to five and five. He'd be the last playoff spot with six... So there'd be a shot, but well, you could you could do a consolation bracket with the bottom six teams and do the same thing, so people are interested in seeding throughout. Yeah. all twelve. Yeah, it'll just be especially if, like, God forbid, I I may vote to change to six if God forbid Louis loses in the first round. This right, year. right. If if because the eight if, seed if, if, takes yes. out Louis. If if a five and eight if a five and eight team takes if out a five Louis, and eight Brian's team yeah takes out Louie in the first round yeah it's not right that's not right yeah yeah Louie deserves a bye this year yes he does yeah straight up 
I think there's an argument that a lot of seasons, the top two teams deserve a bye. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be something to look at uh, before next year, but obviously this year is the way and it the is. And the bottom six teams can have just as much fun in their little consolation bracket. The seven and eight seeds are the one and two seeds in right. the consolation yeah. bracket. They get a bye. You yeah. know, you get a bye for being seven and eight. <laughs> That's nice. It is. That's nice. It is. Rest up. Yeah. You know, it's so like, it's like the it's like the NCAA tournament and the NIT. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the not invited tournament. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. We've talked your year off. What a joy it is to be here together, Tommy. What a joy to spread the jolly good cheer of fantasy football. It's that time of year. It's the holidays. It's that time it's of year. It's officially the holidays. It's that time of year for the jolly good cheer. And we're spreading the jolly good cheer for all ears to hear. Amazing. But we're. Um, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Yes. Then you got the entire month of December to hang out and celebrate Christmas coming. Hanukkah. Jenny. Also Hanukkah. Christmas. Um, New Year's. I think we got. All, I think we got all of them. New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve as well. Also New Year's Eve as well. You're nailing it. <laughs> Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> all right, everybody. Tommy, any last words? Yeah, a few more. Jack, always a pleasure. Really excited to be recording with you one more time. We will probably have one more. Live show at least when you are in town for Christmas. Yeah. But it's been a nice stretch, you know. We've made it work. We've cheers to it. us for that. Cheers to cheers to us. Guys, also next week it's possible, and by possible I mean probable, that I will not be able to join Jack for recording. I will be somewhere in the Colorado... No. Maybe in... Our, somewhere either in Colorado or Utah next Sunday or Monday. So. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have a blast doing a solo recording, my very first solo episode of Let's Talk Fantasy Football. Producers Justin and Anna will be with me. It is to be determined whether or not Justin will be on microphone. Odds are no, um, but... You we'll, should see, let's, well, well, I'll throw this out there, if some, if, if... You should see if Drew wants to, or if Scott wants to. Yeah, hey, open auditions for co-hosting next week. Just send, send send in send send in a tape. Yes, send in your your hosting reel. Uh, text it to TJ or JR at Let's Talk Fantasy Football phone, and we'll um yeah we'll look through the submissions and we'll we'll choose a co-host for, if, me for if, next week. If Drew has the power to to make that work, <laughs> a podcast with you and Drew would be a lot of oh, fun. It would be a joy. It would be a joy. It would be a lot of. Fun. I welcome it. Anyway, send us off, Jack. Love you so much. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Good luck to everyone next week. Let's talk fantasy football. I guess is done with points being scored because it appears that Tyler Lockett is out of the game. Really rough for my other league, but we don't talk about that. Justin, cut that. Cut it. Other league. Other league mentioned. Clap one, two. Other league mentioned. Cut two, three.